Looking for a way to keep your kids or grandkids entertained? Just tell your smart speaker to play Vision Kids Radio. Vision Kids! Problem solved. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media. Thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. Today at A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out the Great Commission was given to us all. We each have to be ready to share Christ with those around us. I don't really care how you pop the question, just pop the question. What's the question? Let me ask you this. Would you like to ask Jesus Christ to come into your life right now? What's the worst thing that can happen? They'll say no. What's the best thing that can happen? They'll say yes. But I think there comes a moment when you gotta just go for it. You gotta pop the question. This is the day when the lost are found. Glad you've joined us today on A New Beginning. Pastor Greg Laurie is offering practical help in sharing our faith, including how to pose that most important question. Would you like to ask Christ into your life? It's a message today called How to Lead Others to Jesus. We all play a role in the salvation of others. Some of us sow the seed through our godly living. Others water the seed through maybe something we said or did for a person and mentioned our faith. And others reap where others have sowed and watered. But I think there comes a moment when you gotta just grab it. I read an interesting story in the paper a while back about a fisherman who was testing an outboard propeller uh, on a lake in Ohio. There in the cove he saw a giant muscalunge fish uh, lurking near the surface. So the fisherman motored toward the fish and cast his line unsuccessfully a number of times and finally this massive fish disappeared. And uh, so he came back to the cove about a half hour later and there's that fish again. That muscalunge or musky as they're called. And this time he thinks, you know, I don't know if I can snag this fish with a line. So he puts on a leather glove and, and he puts his, his motor into sort of a, a troll and he cruises up and reaches down and grabs the fish with his hand right behind the gills and yanks it into the boat. It's so big and it's flailing. He needed help. Another fisherman was nearby, came and assisted him and they pulled this giant beast out of the lake and it came crashing into the boat. He caught it by hand. If he had caught it with the proper equipment, it would have been a world record. It was 53 pounds. When he was asked later by a reporter what happened, he humbly replied, well, it was at the right place at the right time, and I was fool enough to grab it. (laughs) I like that. That's how we need to be. Just be fool enough to grab it. I'm gonna ask this person right now if they want to accept Jesus Christ. What's the worst thing that can happen? They'll say no. What's the best thing that can happen? They'll say yes. And maybe they'll say later, but it's progress. So we want to have that same attitude as we go fishing for men because Jesus said, follow me and you'll become a fisher of men. But how do you get a person from A to B? You know, how do you get a person now to say, 
I want Jesus in my life. How do you lead a person to Christ? Let me just say this in response. It's not as hard as you think. It's just popping the question. It's sort of like when you get married. You gotta pop the question, right? I was in Israel a number of years ago with a couple from our church, Aaron and Michelle, and uh, we're up in the Mount of Beatitudes, and Aaron came to me and says, I wanna propose to Michelle at the end of your message right here on this mountain where Jesus gave the Sermon on the Mount. I said, really? He says, I'd like you to sort of set it up for me. And I said, okay, but let me ask you a question. Is she gonna say yes? Because you don't want to be shut down <laughs> in front of everyone. He goes, oh yeah, she'll say yes. I said, are you sure? <laughs> says, I'm sure. So I'm speaking, you know, and I'm looking at her the whole time thinking, hope she says yes, hope she says yes. And, <laughs> and I'm done speaking. I said, okay, well, I'm done. And, um, and I think it was her birthday. So she thought I was going to lead everyone in happy birthday. I said, well, Michelle, uh, this is a special day for you. And, and she, you know, she's kind of smiling. I said, there's somebody that wants to ask you a question. Aaron? Aaron comes walking up there and he gets down on one knee and he, he says, Michelle, will you marry me? I'm saying, standing there, please say yes, please say yes. <laughs> she said yes. They've been married, they have a child now. It's wonderful. But he popped the question. You see? I have a friend who went scuba diving with his girlfriend and he took one of those underwater tablets and wrote, will you marry me underwater? And she said, yes. There's a lot of ways you can do it. Just do it. Now my wife says I never properly proposed. <laughs> she says, you know, you never really proposed to me. I said, I, I'm sure I did. No, you didn't. I said, what happened? She says, well, we were just out eating dinner and here's what you said. Well, I guess we're gonna get married. Huh. <laughs> she said, yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> That's pretty lame, guys. Don't follow my example. Go with the bended knee deal, man. I don't really care how you pop the question, just pop the question. What's the question? Let me ask you this. Would you like to ask Jesus Christ to come into your life right now? And you might be surprised when someone says yes, but here's what they're gonna also say. Like, here? Because you might be in an unusual place, not in a church necessarily. You might be in a coffee shop. You might be on a beach. You might be out on the street somewhere. Right here? Absolutely. Here's what I never do. I never say, just go home and pray this prayer. No, I say, we're gonna pray right now, right here. And well, I'll just put my hand on their shoulder and I'll lead them in a prayer. And I think you've heard me lead this prayer enough times, but it'll go something along the lines and I'll often ask them to repeat it after me. I'll say, just pray this prayer out loud after me. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, but I know that you're the Savior and you died on the cross for my sin, and I'm sorry for my sin, and I turn from it now, and I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Just pop that question. Be like the guy with that big old muscle lunge fish and be fool enough to grab it. Just go for it. Pull it right out of there. Years ago, uh, in our neighborhood, we had a neighbor who came up to us and said, you know, there's a guy that lives here in the neighborhood named Roy, and he went to one of your crusades once, but he's not a Christian. And Roy was just sent home from the hospital and told he was going to die. Just get his affairs in order. He's going to die. 
So the neighbor pointed him out to me one day and I walked up and said, hi, Roy, I'm Greg Laurie. I heard you came to one of our crusades. Yeah, I, I came to that. And, and he started to hit me with some questions and we talked a little bit. And then the next, he walked every morning and I did too with my wife. So we'd walk along, there's old Roy, you know, and Roy has some more questions. Oh, I have a few more questions and we'd talk for a while. And then the third day I brought one of my books along, a book called Life, Any Questions that is sort of an evangelistic presentation. I said, Roy, why don't you read this book? and we'll talk about it. I thought that'll keep him busy for a week. The next day we see him, well, I read your entire book. Whoa, okay. And I have more questions, and more questions come from Roy, and still I don't feel like I'm making any progress. And we prayed for him, of course, but I'm thinking, man, I, this guy doesn't have long for this world. I hope he just comes around here. And we would continue this conversation. It went on for a long time. One day we're sitting in our house, and we're having breakfast and doing a little family devotion and I look out the window and they're standing on the corner literally right in front of my house is Roy just standing there, just standing there. And suddenly it just dawned on me, this is Roy's day. This is it. And so I, I don't know if he was waiting for me to come or if he was just standing there but for whatever reason I walked up and I said, Roy, we've talked about this a lot. Would you like to accept Jesus Christ right now? He said, yes sir, I would. He's just waiting for me to pop the question. So we prayed. He asked Christ to come in his life. I gave him a Bible. Saw him the next morning. He's got a big smile on his face. He says, I was just singing, Jesus loves me. I learned that as a young boy. Boy, isn't it great to know that Jesus loves us? I'm like, it sure is, Roy. It's like every day he changed a little bit more. And then he came up to me and, and just told me of how God was changing his life. And apparently what happened, I didn't know about this. He got his whole family together. And he said, you're looking at a brand new Christian right here. And he was sharing his faith with his family. So a little time goes by and I get a knock on my door. It's my neighbor. He says, um, I wanted to tell you that Roy died. Ah, oh, but I thought, ah, oh, but Roy's in heaven now. Because Roy believed in Jesus Christ. And he was just waiting for someone to pop the question. And you know what? You could do that as well as I could do that. you got to pop the question. Well, it's great to have you along on A New Beginning. We're hearing from Pastor Greg Laurie. He's from Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. And it's a message called How to Lead Others to Jesus. Some really practical principles on sharing our faith most effectively. Okay, so now, once the person prays and accepts Christ into their life, now what? Now what? Now a wonderful adventure is before you. You have the joy of taking a new believer under your wing and watching them grow spiritually. They need you to help them, to stabilize them, and you need them to revive you and revitalize you, you see? And by the way, now you're really fulfilling all of the Great Commission. Remember, the Great Commission is not just to go preach the gospel. That's what Mark's version tells us. But Matthew's version in chapter 28, Jesus says, Go into all the world and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you even to the end of the age. Discipling. What does that mean? That means you take a person under your wing and you help them get acclimated. That means you pick a person up and you take them to church. Someone did this for me, and I thank God for him. Okay, I told you my story of my conversion, you know, my popsicle stick Bible, remember that? So I'm a brand new believer. I went over to my friend's house that I used to do drugs with. Knew I didn't want to hang around with them anymore because they were such losers. 
But I wasn't quite comfortable with the Christians yet because they all seemed just slightly intense to me. So here's what I said. I'm gonna do this solo. Just me and God. Well, that's stupid. You won't last long doing that. And some guy that I'd never met comes walking up to me. His name is Mark. He's not as extreme as the crazy guy who gave me the popsicle stick Bible. Walks up, hey, uh, what's your name? I said, Greg. He says, I'm Mark. Uh, hey, Mark. Um, I saw you like walk forward and accept Christ into your life the other day. Yeah, I did that, Mark. Yeah. Okay, well, I want you to come to church with me. I, that's okay, Mark. I won't go to church. No, no, I want you to come to church with me. Well, yeah, Mark, I, I don't really want to go to church with you. No, you're coming to church with me. He's just like, <laughs> he wasn't taking no for an answer. Not in a mean way, but just in a very persistent way. Says, where do you live? I'll pick you up. I don't really know if I'm comfortable. Yeah, okay, whatever. What's your address? <laughs> so I give it to him. He pulls up to my house. We drive to church. We pull up into the parking lot. Now the Jesus movement is in full swing. There's people everywhere. The church is packed to the gills. And don't forget, I grew up in a family where we never said, I love you. I grew up in a family where no one hugged anyone, all right? So I'm not a very affectionate person at this point. I walk up to this church, some girl I've never seen before, throws her arms around me, praise the Lord, brother. I'm like, I gotta get out of here now. This is just like, <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. And, I, and then I found out the church is packed. You can't get in. I was relieved. Oh, let's go, let's go. And then someone in the front row that was, went to my high school and was part of that little Bible study saw me and waved, Greg, we have a seat for you in the front row. Oh, no. <laughs> no. And I walked up there and I took my seat and there's all this worship is going on around me and I'm like, I, I just don't know. And then... The pastor comes out and opens up the Word of God. I'd never heard that before. And I had a thing against adults. I just didn't like adults generally. And this guy was bald. <laughs> Ironic, isn't it? His name was Chuck Smith. And when he walked out, the youthful rebellion kicked in. Don't forget I'm raised around all these crazy dysfunctional adults. I got into trouble in school a lot and I just had a thing with adult authority. And he comes walking. I go, here we go. Here comes the teacher. <laughs> Get ready to be bored. And he opens up the Bible and he begins to read and he begins to talk about what Jesus said. And guess what? It all makes sense. I'm going, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's true. That's true. Never heard that. That's amazing. It's amazing. So next night I'm there on my own. I want more. And I'm there again and again and again. See, Mark did his job. I just need someone to help me make that transition. Mark took me home to his family, a wonderful Christian family. We had a few meals together. We talked about things in the Word of God. But he helped me get over that little hump. And that's what you gotta do. You lead a person to Christ. Now you say, I'm picking you up. I'm bringing you to church. I'm introducing you to my Christian friends. I'm gonna help you get started. And then when you're up on your own, I'm going to go out and find a new person. And I'm going to bring them to Christ to the best of my ability. And I'm going to help them get started. Guess what? Then I'm going to go out and I'm going to find another person. You do that for the rest of your life. That's your job. Those are your marching orders from Jesus Christ. But as I said in the very beginning, this is fun. There's joy in it. We need to get on with it and tell someone.
Pastor Greg Laurie with some practical instruction today on how we can tell someone about the hope of Christ. And next time, a good example as Pastor Greg brings us the story of David and Bathsheba here on A New Beginning. But before we go today, here he is with some closing thoughts. I'd like to close right now with a prayer that I would like to lead you in. This is a prayer where you're asking God to empower you with a spirit to give you boldness to be his representative. I would ask if you would like to for you to pray this prayer out loud after me. Asking the Holy Spirit to fill us. Asking the Holy Spirit to empower us. And you know what? As you pray this prayer and mean it, I believe God will hear and answer this prayer. Because Jesus said that the Father would give the Holy Spirit to those that ask. Let's ask right now. Pray this after me if you would like to. Pray this now. Lord Jesus, you've called me to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But I've not done the job I should do. But I want to. I need your help. I need your power. So I ask you now, Jesus, to fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me all the power I need. Give me boldness like I've never had before. Help me to be outspoken for you. Use me to change this world. But start by changing me. In Jesus' name I pray. Father, you've heard us pray that prayer and we mean it. Fill us, Lord. Empower us. Use us. May an opportunity come to us. We'll see that open door. We'll pop that question, so to speak. We'll initiate that conversation. We'll share our testimony. Use us for your glory. We ask all of this now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called How to Lead Others to Jesus. Now, if you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on 1-800-00-5011 or go to visionstore.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.